You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. have made it to story time middle segment of episode 13 this this is gonna be fun this is gonna be really fun jerry can you hear us i can hear you perfect this is this is gonna be a lot of fun these guys haven't told me what their questions are they know that you're a lifelong friend of mine so i'm sure that some of the questions are gonna have to do with childhood uh somewhere uh, so we're gonna be need to be prepared to What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, lie at, at necessary times, <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> if necessary, no. But are you ready for this? You you know the format. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I know Ma- the drill. Malcolm, I'm gonna let you kick it off first. Okay, so I have actually never been to Kansas. Uh, okay, farthest out west I've been to is California, so that's the furthest. But I haven't been to anything like. You didn't stop at those flyover states. <laughs> I, I haven't been to anything. Yeah. I haven't been to anything in between, like Colorado. Nebraska, any any of that stuff. So I want to know if I'm coming to Kansas and I'm going to see you, what restaurant should I visit? Oh man, Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. You know, the best barbecue in the world resides here in Kansas City. And uh, Joe's Kansas City Barbecue was formerly called Oklahoma Joe's. Started about 20 years ago. These uh, competition barbecue winners from the American Royal Barbecue, which is held here in Kansas City every year. Um, these guys started a restaurant out of a gas station. So in, in on, Kansas City, what? Missouri. Yeah. So there's like a there's a gas station. And then within this gas station, there was, you know, like a little, you know, you've seen uh, gas stations before that may sell like fried chicken or, or something dogs, like yeah. that. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Well, they started like a, a legit barbecue restaurant selling uh, barbecue out of this restaurant and it has become very popular. There's now I think uh, three or four locations in the Kansas City area and it was named uh, you guys know who Anthony Bourdain is? Oh yeah, actually, parts yeah, unknown. So, oh man, he's like a chef and like tourist, and he man, his show is so good. He's like a food travel guy. Yeah, mm. and he just travels yeah, around yeah. and eats cool foods and like chills out with other cool chefs and stuff like that. And just it's awesome. He's he's also a very good yeah. entertainer as for his for show sure. too. Yeah, he's a he's a you know pretty well respected guy. Well, he named Oklahoma Joe's at the time, now Joe's Kansas City Barbecue, the uh one of the seven places in the world to eat before you die. And <laughs> that includes pl- <laughs> that includes places like New York City, uh Japan, I mean worldwide. Like and this guy's been all over the world and he literally that there's articles on the wall of the restaurant when you go in there among many other articles articles but they sell their very popular sandwiches a Z, it's called the Z-man and it has uh, brisket provolone cheese a onion ring and some of their like homemade barbecue sauce which is fantastic like on a I think a kaiser bun oh, but stop it it is a yeah, it's amazing. And then their French fries are the best anywhere that I've ever had. They use like three different kinds of seasoning on their French fries. So 
every time I go, it's a Z-Man, fries, and a drink, and it's heavenly. And they've got, I mean, their ribs are fantastic, their baked beans and everything, but a lot of people, if they go for the first time, they get the Z-Man because it's popular. I knew it as Oklahoma Joe's when I was there. Yeah, yeah, and well, the thing was, a lot of people were, so it started in Kansas City, and honestly, I don't know how they came up with the name, maybe just because it rhymes, but a lot of people were, I think, mentioning that, hey, you should rename it or consider something because it's not an Oklahoma restaurant. Once it became more popular, they wanted to, you know, put that Kansas City brand in the name and oh for sure because you've got all these people that are saying world's best barbecue comes from south carolina world's best barbecue comes from texas or whatever Mm -hmm. so north carolina so when people is it can people have oklahoma joe's they need to know and be reminded at any any stop and any chance they can that it's from kansas city (laughs) am am i correct in uh, South Carolina barbecue is like the sweet style barbecue, sweet and tangy. yeah. And Kansas City is mm-hmm. spicy, right? Or not spicy, but smoky spicy. Like, is that not smoke? Yeah, I would say yeah. Smoky, zesty. Okay, that's why. Yeah, thought. smoky, saucy, yeah, smoky, zesty, saucy. Uh, None of yeah. that dry rub and, Memphis shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll eat all the meats. I don't have a problem. All the meats. Yeah, you all will. of the meats. Jared, who's your favorite Jayhawk of all time? Of all time, Kirk Heinrich. That a boy. Hmm. Why? Why Kirk Heinrich? Man, he was. Uh, he went to school there when I was there, and I see him all over campus. I saw him outside of of campus a few times. I probably seen him in some compromising positions, if you will. Oh, for sure. I remember. I well, but no, you, I, you know what I'm talking about. I, I know for you sure know what you're talking about. I don't know my former girlfriend from high school. She gave him a present that rhymes with red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I didn't, I didn't see that compromising position. I was talking about something else, but so I don't know. I just, I love the way he played. He was a four year player. You know, shot the ball well, assists. You know, he's a he's a hell of a player. But I mean, I will say this though: Frank Mason challenges Kirk for every bit of that that favorite Jayhawk status with what he did this last year and four years and just an, an all-time great Jayhawk. Yeah, and see, I know that you're going to school there and being such a rabid Jayhawk fan that you are, going to school there probably had to have a little bit of a determining factor in your choice as opposed to going to like a Jayhawk that you watched growing up. You know, like I go back to you and I and Toy playing in our driveway uh, talking about about Jacques Vaughn and Rex Walters and players like that, you know, and Paul uh, Pierce, Paul Pierce, guys like that. So uh, to hear you say Heinrich, yeah. to hear you say Heinrich is pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. he was. Uh, he was a good one. He was. He was fun to watch. And then he went on and had a really you know successful NBA career. And then that little line that I said about my ex girlfriend from high school is one hundred percent truth. Hayden, go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we're gonna have some fun now. You ready? What's because we all want to know this. What's the most embarrassing thing that you've got on Wade? Oh, my Because <laughs> we've already established oh. that you're, like, Wade's oldest friend. So if there's anybody that's got a story about Wade, I feel like you've got to be the guy. I mean, something I can't talk about on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, go, going going back to that's probably... Man. Ne- going back to the Nebraska days... Um, Going back to that, I mean, yeah, my fr- man, our freshman a, year of college. 
our freshman year of college. I'll let him tell you guys the story off the air. Um, but no, I, man, I, I don't think, I mean, the thing about Wade is he's really pretty guarded when it comes to like embarrassing stuff like that. So I don't, I can't think of anything you've ever done that's been really off the top embarrassing. Can you? I mean, I mean, embarrassing is just a weird title to put on it. I mean, I would be embarrassed by, you know, almost killing Hilfmanski in that car wreck that I got in, you know, where I yeah. rear-ended somebody and he about, his head about went through my windshield, stuff like that. But it's, All I'm, right, let me rephrase the question. Tell me some shit that Wade did when y'all were young that's awesome. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well... Before you do I that, the... are we are we going to talk about this car wreck later? We can. I was uh, totally not paying attention. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, keep going, this is Jared. the second car wreck where I almost oh. killed somebody. The first time it was my mom. Oh, my. All right. Keep going, Jared. Then we're talking car wrecks. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I remember we always had a good time uh, partying in high school. Now, the basketball party at Viedavieblo's house oh, yeah. um, that we had back in the day where... Did, did any of you guys get suspended for that? Like, miss any games or anything? No. No? no. I didn't think so. See, we can bring we can bring it up now and throw it all out there because there's no, no consequence. Sta- of statute of limitations of high school. Is that going to bring it up, <laughs> Wade? Long, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. No, he wanted yeah, to punish me and Zach. Of course he wasn't going to punish me. I mean, he was a starting yeah, point guard. Yeah. He wanted to punish me and Zach, but it came out that none of us. So tell. And we were all there drunk. We were drunk. <laughs> And uh, oh, and I remember, yeah, I rem- I think I left before the cops ended up coming and breaking that up, and then uh, yeah, so I I think uh, that was a that was a pretty cool story. And then every time uh, in college, so I went to KU, Wade went to Nebraska Lincoln, and gosh, what was it? Probably at least for that first year. Or, or you were there for what two years or one? Uh, three semesters. Three semesters. So I'd say that we probably came up there three or four times. You came down to Lawrence numerous times. I would say that um, just like every time we went up there, kick-ass parties. You guys would always take, and every time we'd go to Lincoln, I'd always get so drunk out of my mind, and we'd end up at some party off campus somewhere. That's how um, it was in college. You didn't go to the dorms. You you got addresses from people, and you just showed up at a random like you got. You didn't even get a street number. You got twentieth and J, you know, and you would show up around twentieth and J and see where the party was, and then go there. This is how the word got around in the, two, the year two thousand before Twitter, before everyone had a cell phone. It was literally yeah, man. man where's the party? Oh, it's at this, and then we would just walk and then just end up in random places. Jeez. Yeah, and that's crazy, and it was so much different than and like the parties at Nebraska started really early. I remember because they would always get broken up by the cops yep. early. Yeah, and Lawrence at KU, they always started really late, or a lot of people had fake IDs and went to the bars and stuff. But so that I mean, I'll, I'll always remember that. That was a pretty awesome deal. And then and then Wade lived in Lawrence for a while, then moved to Tennessee, moved all over. But I think just the cool part about it how it's 
we've always stayed in touch and it's funny like we could not talk for three or four months and then pick up the phone and talk or if i come down and visit um i used to come visit every year over spring break like when you were in knoxville or wherever and i mean it was like literally just like picking right back up like nothing ever changed so that's the way it's supposed I'd say to be that, that's the way it's supposed to be and i think that's just kind of the most awesome part well i appreciate so. you not telling the story by the time that i shit my pants so i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was so, wanting. Because he didn't Man, go I, there, we can move on. I missed so. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I wasn't present for that, so I missed that one. But All right, so let's talk about this that. then. This is this is decent segue. What's okay. your favorite Glory Days moment? So you were a high school athlete. You played baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. and football. And if you had to pick one moment from your Glory Days, what would it be? That was your favorite. Well, probably so like basketball, I didn't play my senior year. That would have been low hanging fruit because you guys won the state championship that that year. So I know that'd be your glory days moment, but I didn't play. I didn't play senior year, but I, so I played football and baseball, but our senior year, I probably football season. I scored a couple touchdowns in, in football and we had a, a bad football team historically. So like <laughs> yeah, any type of, really <laughs> any, bad. any type, any type of success that we had whatsoever was on the football field was, was a pretty fun. And our senior year, we only won, I think, I don't know, two or three games. We won two and we would have won the, our last game, but it got canceled in at, at halftime because of lightning strikes. But we, uh, we actually moved the ball pretty well, and we had a lot of fun doing it. Me and a lot of my friends. We were terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was bad. It was real bad. But that in baseball junior year, we went to state. I think it was the first time the Leavenworth baseball program went to state. So we beat a couple pitchers back-to-back in Lawrence, uh, Lawrence High and Lawrence Free State. A couple guys that threw like 90 miles an hour or, or thereabouts and beat them in back-to-back games to make it to state so that was uh those will probably be the the two glory days isn't the it awesome Bundy, how that isn't, isn't it awesome how that stuff though like will always stay in your mind like those times oh, in your yeah. life like those experiences you had in sports i think it's i think it's cool yeah and then nowadays you think that you can replicate it and you go out and throw the football like three <laughs> times yeah. and then can't get out of bed the next day yeah <laughs> right. i don't know about that <laughs> hayden what you got what's your favorite movie Oh, easy. The Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I'm a prison guy. Like Wade and I both grew up in Leavenworth, uh, Leavenworth Penitentiary, the U.S. Penitentiary, the first federal penitentiary in the country is here. And, uh, I've actually toured that, um, years ago, which I'll save that story for another episode because it, it's a pretty good story. But, uh, I've always been fascinated with prison stories, documentaries, movies, and the Shawshank redemptions just absolutely my my favorite movie yeah and it's morgan freeman i mean morgan freeman pulls you in for sure andy dufresne (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay okay since that one's that one what would be number two then uh number two all time probably if we're going like comedy it would be the big lebowski Like, like that's the hard part is I have like a clear number one with a bullet, but then I've got a lot of other favorite movies. Top Gun um, is up there. Um, like Joe, the Depart, the mm-hmm. Departed, Goodfellas. Oh man, I've just yeah a whole bunch of them. Dumb and Dumber, the classic comedy, yes. yeah. old school. Um, so yeah, those would probably be uh, 
a handful of my favorites. What's the most you've ever won or lost at a casino? Uh, $2,500. Um, Was that that dollar slot that you hit the jackpot on? In Vegas? Yes. We're, you were there, weren't you? Yes, I was. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the most I've ever won at one time. So yeah, that was like at the end of the right. trip. We were getting ready to go hotel. We were sleep deprived for several days. You're like, I man, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna slide in one more hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be real. It was like I, down to my last twenty dollars. Let's right. see if I can. No, but but yeah, and then it was like boom, boom, boom. Remember, I was so exhausted, and we were. I mean, we had. Part Partied for a couple days, and I remember you being kind of like, pissed off how long you had to wait for the lady to come over for you to sign the thing to get your money. <laughs> I know. I was like, just give me my money, let me get out of here. I thought they were trying to pull some funny business. It was like, f you, pay me. Like this type is of thing. Vegas. But, you know, I've been up on. Yeah, that. give me my money. Yeah, yeah. So that was the most. All right, so Jared, are you a big TV watcher? I am. So what what shows should I be watching? Currently, I would say, well, Game of Thrones, obviously, is up there. I really like Ballers on HBO. If you guys haven't watched that one, it's fantastic. It's The Rock is a sports agent, and uh, Rob Corddry is kind of his partner, who's hilarious. And there's a lot of guest cameos from professional athletes, and it kind of delves into the world of the sports agent. And, and it's based in Miami, which is where my, my favorite NFL team plays, the Dolphins. So um, I love ballers on the softer side of things. Uh, this is Us on NBC for those uh, those family uh True. Type anyone that likes a good rom-com like <laughs> <laughs> yeah a good rom-com if you will better call saul is one of my favorite shows on right now and the, like, the just, spinoff of breaking bad yeah uh, yeah yeah and breaking bad is my number one all-time favorite tv show ever um, i just think it's it's the absolute best and then the spinoff Better Call Saul is is really really good too, um, and it introduces a lot of the old characters from Breaking Bad, and it's the prequel that leads up to it. So, so I would say those, and then uh, one more I'd throw in there is Fargo. Yes, I just finished. I just finished season two. Um, I, you know, caught up online. I, a recommendation from a coworker of mine. I you know told me to watch that. So I flew through the first two seasons, and then um, I think I said episode earlier, but I flew through the first two seasons, and now I'm waiting for them to put season three on Hulu so I can watch that. So oh, see, I have those be- on my DVR, but I haven't gotten around to watching but one episode. Fargo, so it's worth it though. Yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, Fargo's great. And but go back. I mean, you're talking. You've got them. You've got season one and, and two on yes. your DVR. Yeah, it was when the when yeah. it came out. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Billy Bob Thornton is in season one, and that guy doesn't get enough credit. Is just an all time great actor. And then season two is great. Yeah, it's it's great. Go back and watch that. I highly recommend it. Word. I'm gonna need you to do some rankings for me. Okay. Okay. From one to four. Rank these movies. Regular Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Vegas Vacation. <laughs> European Vacation. Go. <laughs> uh, I, I, you, you have to know my order of these. Um, I want everyone else one, to know. Yeah, number one, Christmas Vacation. Hang on, um, hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's a correct answer. 
<laughs> That's a correct. All right, all right. Number two, obviously, regular vacation. Another correct answer. <laughs> yeah. Now three and three and four could vary. Don't um, don't. Uh, <laughs> I go. I go three Vegas vacation for European. <laughs> right, yeah. I, all, I almost thought you were going to get the buzzer on that one. That is the correct yeah. answer. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I was going for. So, uh, what's your favorite uh, Cousin Eddie line from any of the four movies <laughs> combined? Well, see, the low hanging fruit is uh, yes. Merry Christmas, Miss Shitter's Fall. <laughs> the Shitter was full. <laughs> yes. But the underrated is um, can I borrow some money? And he's like, yeah, how much were you thinking? He pulls out his check. makes like about $52,000. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Newton. I'd die for you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I thought you'd appreciate a vacation question. Go. What's the best thing you've ever spent your money on? Mm. For you. Uh, for me, uh, probably, probably my TV. Or iPad. I mean, those are those are easy answers. But well, I mean, I guess if you'd ask my wife, the PC answer would be like my the wedding ring, you know, that I bought for her. But other right. than that, like more stuff for me, my iPad. I mean, I, I use it a lot. Like I just for us, like at bedtime, I can stream documentaries or movies in bed and stuff like that. And I don't know. I just I find that I use it a lot. And trying to think of everything else that I've spent money on is is I mostly probably just wasted it so <laughs> i'll go there <laughs> so we may have touched on this off air jared but <clears throat> out of all of your favorite sports teams or just sports in general what is um your favorite sports memory my favorite sports memory oh easy 2008 uh kansas versus memphis ncaa title game kansas was down three late in the game and derrick rose missed a free throw he could have made two to put memphis up four but he didn't and he missed one and uh mario chalmers hit a three at the buzzer to force overtime and uh, kansas went on to coast in the overtime to win the national championship mm. so where, where were you though i was living in lawrence kansas at the time and i uh got in the car went downtown so downtown Lawrence is a, a street called massachusetts street or mass street it's you know entertainment district restaurants bars um retail shops and that's kind of where everybody congregates after big kansas wins and they'll literally block off the streets and i mean it was chaos there's pictures of it where just the whole streets lined with people and you know the cops were cool like open containers everywhere people just going absolutely insane so that was uh my best sports memory yeah that's awesome I, I i'm big jayhawk fan i remember it too i remember mm. it too uh, when was the last title that they had before that was it 88 88 20 years yeah. before so it was a big deal so, yeah yeah it was a big deal uh, so what did you enjoy most about your time at ku um was it I'm how close you were to the basketball? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a while, I lived really close to Allen Fieldhouse. I had season tickets freshman year, sophomore year. Once it, once I probably got to junior, senior year, it's an it's an experience. Like, it's a whole day thing. If, if you're a student and you want to go to a game, you have to line up at least two hours before the doors open. And then you get in there. Then you have to wait another two hours before the game starts. 
So if you have to do that for every home game, it kind of becomes a process. So I did it for two years um, pretty consistently. And then the last, you know, four years I was at college, yeah, I took two victory laps. Yeah. Um, it was uh, so I guess the, the other part of, of college that was the best was probably the partying, just the memories, all the people that I met. And uh, yeah, it was just a good time. Well, we went to the Parties. same high school and had the same high mm-hmm. school experience, but we went to different colleges. And um, would you agree with the statement that there's a time and place for everything in life, and that's college? Uh, exactly, exactly. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they go to college, and, you know, then you end up getting out of college. You end up going and getting a job. And really, I think college is just really to, to prepare you to just grow up a little bit. You have fun. You get away from high school, get away from your parents, you kind of figure things out on your own. And there, you know, so there's a lot of partying, there's a lot of then uh, cramming and studying and figuring out like, man, I screwed this whole semester off. And now I have to cram a whole semester's worth of studying into three days. So, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, becoming responsible and kind of figuring everything out and becoming an adult. Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing that you can do before you send a kid to college is give them a decent educational base and then convince mm-hmm. them that they don't know shit. <laughs> exactly. And then yeah. send, and yeah, then send them much. off to college and then see what they do with it. You know, they're not going to fit in if they don't have that decent educational base. But if they think they know everything, then they're not going to show up to class every day. So then they're not going to succeed in college. But time and place for absolutely yes. everything in life. And that's college. What, Hayden? All right. So we know Wade's nemesis which is ants ants <laughs> what's your nemesis oh uh right now it's easily it's oak mites do you guys have oak mites in tennessee i have ne- they're not this? they're not the little red i thought those are spider mites no we have spider mites i mean we have termites uh, yeah we also so, have a lot of okay. oak trees here but i don't know what yeah. you're talking about well and maybe they haven't made it their way yet and, and hope that they don't so oak mites and really it they've came around like it, it they never were around when we were growing up wade it was literally the last three years um there's been these things they're they're called oak mites and they like feed on the larva or something of the leaves of an oak tree and that's that's why they're called oak mites but they are these invisible mites that, so they're kind of like chiggers, but they're not in the grass. They're in the trees. Okay. And they, um, so they like usually come around late summer, early, and like through the fall. And I, a lot of it, I think, is being attributed to the unseasonably warmer weather and global warming and all that stuff. But these oak mites bite you. And are these they, these little things that like fall on your skin all of a sudden and then you get a bite? Yeah, we yeah. have them it, here. I, I don't know if that's what they. I mean, because these ones are like legit invisible, like can't see them, and they bite you. Th- so they fall out of the trees, and they and they can float in the breeze. It's got to be what so, they are, man. Because I'm standing out in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, I feel something just like start biting me on my arm. Yeah, well, and I, yeah, and it, I mean, it could be like these it's ones. Gotta be. You, Wade's just these, having a psychotic episode. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, and well, these ones, like you know, I, I mean, at least I haven't felt them while I'm I'm out there, but they bite you and they cause like a red, irritated, like really itchy rash. Like think your worst mosquito bite, but it stays around for you know a week and a half. It itches like no other like you can't help but itch it 
and it's all over your upper body. So mm-hmm. they'll get you, they'll get your face, your neck, your like anywhere around your upper body. So that, and that's because they fall out of the trees. They're so little that if you have your windows open, they can go through the screen and get into your house. Um, and it's, wow. it's, it's, yeah, it's like an epidemic around so here. So maybe Literally we're thinking last, of different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So last year, I mean, in August, September, November, I mowed the yard with long sleeve shirt on a t-shirt over that. And then I took like a, like a towel and wrapped it around my neck and <laughs> into my shirt and wore a hat. And I mean, this is the middle of, this is August in Kansas. It's 95 degrees. I'm out there, you know, sweating like nobody at least you didn't need sunscreen I, exactly yeah well i think i mean but it's they're so bad so those are my nemesis right now i ha- and i have of course i have a huge oak tree in my front yard and my backyard i'm about oh, to perfect. burn them down yeah about to burn them down oh that's sad i'm kidding i'm really you not. should you should see my backyard <laughs> i've heard about the goats man i want to see these goats they're on Instagram. Yeah, the, the goats of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Dan Marino, Bill Self, Scott Van Pelt, sleep with one, kill one, marry one, go. Oh, well, easily um, killing Scott Van Pelt. You're not a Van uh, Pelt fan. That was, no. that was a swing. Oh, I, but not like this isn't – no, I, I'm a Van Pelt fan, but when you put Bill Self and Dan Marino up there, <laughs> like – Those two I'm, are on another level. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm, he's going to bang Dan Marino. No, no. I'm, marry, I'm marrying Dan Marino and um, taking Bill Self to bed. Yeah, man, um, man I mean, crush on Bill Self. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those two are like, you know, would be like 1A and 1B, but Dan Marino, my all-time favorite athlete, my favorite team, so I'd have to go there. That was a good one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Hayden, what are you sick and tired of hearing about right now? Oh, well, we've, you guys have already talked about fidget spinners, so <laughs> that, I'm going to, I'm not going to go there, but I am sick and tired of, and I don't even, I, I don't even know her name. I don't want to know her name. Um, but the catch me outside girl. Oh, like, no. Like, junk. You guys know what I'm talking about. She's right? got like her own freaking show coming oh. out. Yeah, she's going to make $50,000 a show. And I just, I mean, that makes me absolutely sick. Like, I'm, you know, you didn't think of that catchphrase? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's, she's so smart. Um, (laughs) The way he said smart. America, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes America is a great country, but you know, don't get me wrong, I love it and I believe in capitalism, but man, at some point and I would never condone violence toward a woman of any sort, but <laughs> but, but I'm not saying I would hit her, but uh shake the shit out of her. <laughs> no, like for real, like she bothers me. She bothers. I bothers saw. Me. I saw a music video that that girl made where she's like lip syncing to some song that I've never heard before, and she's like sitting on somebody's Bentley. Like, hmm. and I'm like, yeah, sitting here, it, I'm sitting here yeah. thinking, like, uh, does this person that owns this Bentley know you're sitting on it? Because I feel like if I owned a Bentley, I'd be like, get your ass off of my Bentley. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Like you're yeah. scratching the hood. Yeah, and I think uh, I think yeah, because she was in a rap video. That's what, and she was. And I can't remember who the rapper was, but yeah, she got hired by a rapper to be in the rap video, and so I don't know. I it, guess in the he, video he, I'm talking about, she's literally fanning out yeah. cash, and it's like yep. ones and fives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. There's like a couple twenties and a bunch of fives and ones, and she's fanning it out like it's a bunch of cash. Yeah, Twenty, she got that, forty, she have that, sixty. Yeah. Like she wasn't even smart enough to put the twenties on the outside. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you put the twenties I mean, on top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's, Too short. Taught she, you that. Yeah, she's only thirteen. She's got a long ways to go. <laughs> but so. Yeah. Jared, a question we ask a lot of our guests is this. Are ghosts real? No. No. Oh, man. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, spirits. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I went on, last fall, I went on this haunted ghost tour in Atchison, Kansas, which is one of the most haunted uh cities in america is what what it's touted to be so what they, they claim take, what they claim yeah. <laughs> they because uh, they've got all these really old houses and they take you to these around to these places and here i was you know pretty naive and i thought okay it's haunted like let's, let's go check this out it's you know it'd be pretty cool and the tour guide people have these things called dousing rods which are pretty much like coat hangers wire coat hangers and you hold them in your hands and you ask questions and then they they like move and they'll say like uh, point to the person in the room that's you know my mom or whatever and and these things start to move but these the, the way you hold these dousing rods it's like it's it's set up pretty much like they move on their own and then the other guy had this thing some kind of ometer i can't remember what it was called but apparently it's some kind of ometer <laughs> some, uh, some it's, it's measuring tachyon particles yeah well it was <laughs> and, and and it was supposed to pull voices out of the air so you turn this thing on and you hear static and then every once in a while you'll hear like yep yeah uh, <laughs> yeah to where it's it's supposed to be like ghosts like talking and this and that and so I was you know and here I was like I'll give anybody a chance so I thought like okay you know <laughs> I, I <laughs> and then I went home and googled it and read everything and I was like man that was complete bullshit so. <laughs> So sorry for the long-winded answer, but I'd, I'd I'd have to say no. No on ghosts. Hey, what's the most millennial thing that you do every day? Well, he already talked about his iPad being one of his favorite things <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it was established yeah. that you're exennial, correct? Yeah, I am. I, yeah, exennial or zennial or whatever, However, it, whatever yeah. it was be. I mean, I would say probably social media, uh, Facebook. Is probably the most millennial thing I do. I mean, I I think a lot of people have iPads, so I wouldn't completely put that in the millennial category, but definitely social media. However, Facebook actually nowadays, there's like more. It's not the cool thing to do. Like if you ask millennials, oh if, yeah, man, they say yeah, Snapchat. What the cool thing, oh yeah, it's it's Snapchat all day and. I have Snapchat, but I don't use it. Like I don't. I I do the funny filter things with with my daughter, and right. my wife will do those too, just for for giggles. But but no, that's that's probably 
I don't know, Facebook, social media in general is probably the most millennial thing I do. Everything else is pretty much exennial. Yeah. Can I just get a little uh, complaint session going on here? No. So okay. you're talking about Facebook. Shut up, Wade. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about Facebook. Like, I'm assuming you probably have the most recent update of Facebook. Do you? Um, I, I mean, it I makes assume. you update every other god dang day. But yeah, I, so I think so. The most recent update to Facebook. Now they've done any video that is that comes through your your like See? say you're scrolling through yeah. and like somebody's got a video. You uh-huh. watch you watch the video. I, well, I mean, only for like I guess videos that are play any video now, and it'll play ten seconds of the video, and then it throws in a thirty second commercial. So oh yes automatically yeah, on like is. literally any video you watch on Facebook now there's an advertise like they they like cock tease you with it they're like here's 10 seconds you'll be watching and you'll be like oh this is a very interesting video in the second it's almost like they pre-watch these videos to make sure that they get right to the point where you got to see the next thing <laughs> and then throw the commercial yeah. in like i mean i don't know whose job it is to do this but i guarantee you they're probably paying people because it's like flawless hmm. like literally yeah. it doesn't matter what video like Oh, some school of whales was being tracked by these scientists, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh, this is a really cool story." And then it's like, "Geico, you know," and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Damn it!" And it's but every time it's like ten seconds in, and commercial this just started. This yeah. is something new. The most re- or not. I mean, I guess it's maybe like one update ago, but one yeah. or two. Man, not I'm me, so man. Glad I, I that on. Yeah, I, I don't like if the video has to be really good for me to watch that ad. You, Anytime an ad comes up, I'm like, nope, I keep going on. I'm like, it ain't that good. Keep no. it moving. This, this is how ridiculous it, it gets. I was, somebody shared the trailer for War of the Planet of the Apes, okay? So I'm uh-huh. sitting here watching this trailer, and I get 15 seconds into the trailer, and then it plays a trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, like, I'm 10 seconds into the trailer. Oh, that's got to piss you off. For War of the Planet Apes, and it cuts off and plays a trailer for <laughs> Spider-Man. And I'm just like, is this really happening? They're putting a trailer in the middle of my trailer that I'm trying to watch? Like, <laughs> holy shit advertising. Come yeah, that's on. that's what they do, man. They yeah. stack it up. Stack it up. So, Jared, you, you travel around. Um, you might not travel as much as you used to, but I know that's something you and I talked a lot about. Was you traveling around hell? It's how we got to go to Vegas a couple times. Um, was on some yeah. miles that you racked up traveling. So tell me either one or uh, the other or both. What was your favorite trip that you took that you were able to do traveling for, for your job? Or what's the most you've spent on a client's dinner or, or both? Okay. Well, so my my territory with my last job and this job is hasn't been anything too exciting. So like for work, I've traveled to Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, um, Wisconsin, um, several others. I would say probably there's cool one places. The, there's cool places well, in all those states though. Yeah, there is. I mean, just I just don't you know, drink I, the water in Flint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. I won't even go into Flint, but <laughs> don't no, eat uh, the water in Flint. Don't eat it. Yeah. Don't eat it. Yeah, but I would say Chicago was always one of my favorite places to go. Um, so I went there several times and I actually drove downtown Chicago, which I would never recommend if any of you have ever been to Chicago. Um, it's insane, but I had a hotel 
downtown, and then all of my client meetings were out in the suburbs. So I, I kind of needed a car. I couldn't take mass transit out there. So I, um, you know, drove downtown, which is nerve wracking, but love Chicago, love the town. Um, most I've spent on a client dinner, probably all together is easily upwards of, of six or seven hundred dollars. Whoa. Whoa. I wasn't expecting what? that. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, we break bread. Are you <laughs> now, I have to ask, is this one of those kinds of restaurants where it's like it's like minimum for one person like $100 to eat? Um, or you just say, crack that much wine and champagne and that many drinks? Well, yeah, so a little bit of both. So I would say um, the, the place I would be thinking at would be like a steakhouse. You're probably looking at, you know, $50 steaks. Um, you know, really good fillets or, you know, big mm. ribeyes or something. So that um, multiple bottles of wine that are expensive. And then, you know, when you throw in like a, if you have a, a, a client or a group of eight to 10 people, um, then that adds up pretty quickly. So yeah, that that's kind of how that happens. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Love it. So one uh, one question that goes back to the Kansas State. So, in your opinion, why does Missouri suck so bad? <laughs> <laughs> why do you how even much care? How much time do you have? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's you don't it, even have to worry about Missouri anymore. Oh, I know. But, I know that and that's the thing, but they still are really worried about us. Uh, um real quick, their former chancellor of Missouri went on record the other week saying that um, the reason that Missouri won't, you know, can't play Kansas is because of Bill Self. Like he is keeping that from happening and this and that. And then they asked Bill Self about it and he was like, yeah, I, I heard about his comments. Um, and he said, uh, oh, because, well, KU and Missouri football used to play at Arrowhead Stadium every year. And this guy said, he's keeping KU from playing Missouri at Arrowhead. And, and it's all because of Bill Self. And Bill Self said, well, um, if you talk to him, tell him that uh, we don't play basketball at Arrowhead Stadium. It's too cold in November <laughs> at Arrowhead. And uh, he said something about if he's in if he's in Lawrence the next time I look forward to meeting with him, like come get some right. uh, form, former chancellor. But it's it goes all the way back to Quantrill's raid, man. They've got uh, Missouri was a slave state and Kansas was a free state. Um, it just it's morals, man, like that goes all the way back to that Quantrill's raid on Lawrence, Kansas. They came in and burned the whole town of Lawrence, Kansas down and. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I mean no, that's literal actual history, man, going way back and that's where the rivalry started and and kept going from years and years later and, and um the roads suck, the like the interstate <laughs> system. Like as soon as you get from Kansas into Missouri, it's there's shitty roads. It's just potholes yeah. everywhere. I, yeah, man. You can always tell when you're changing to a state when on any interstate. You can go from a state that funds its roads mm -hmm. to one that doesn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like Louisiana is like the worst state in the world for roads. Like if you've ever driven there, like like the freaking interstate might have gravel spots. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. a hurricane. Was I there mean, or that's something. exaggerating, but I just mean, <laughs> no, I just mean like 
They, they just like there's, there's like couple. there's like pa- pavement roads that haven't Maybe. been paved in like sixty years. Like they literally like whereas Tennessee, we freaking repave these suckers every like five years. I feel like, True. and yeah, man, we that's spend crazy. A lot of money on it though. That's crazy. You know yeah. that about the free state and slave state. Oh, dude, you. I know my boy. Like I had, like, I knew that goodness, that was coming dude. with the question. Like yeah, that's when like, the Mason Dixon line was like being stretched. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's in Lawrence on Massachusetts, there's a famous brewery called Free State Brewery, and that's um, the high school in Lawrence is Free State High School. I mean, we're like mm. proud of that, and so sure. yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. So you're saying if if Kansas and Missouri were to play again, who would win? Let, let's say basketball. Oh, Kansas and basketball easily. Um, in football, we got our work cut out for us, yeah. you know. And Missouri down in that SEC now, and and uh, you know, and it's funny. Like the older I get, I, I've got family that that uh, my wife's cousin went to Mizzou, and, and like the older you get, that rivalry wanes a little bit. Like you kind of like, all right, well, you went to Missouri, I went to Kansas, whatever. Like we don't play anymore; we're not in the same conference. But um, but if they did, yeah, they would definitely have us in football, and definitely at the current time, we, we need some time to get back. Yeah, it's funny trying to listen to Missouri people argue that the opposite side of that. <laughs> so it's kind of like, um, okay, all right. So anyway, hey man, we're ready to move on to three top. You good? I'm good, man. All right, so three top is going to be a lot of fun. Three I have top. a feeling, and this is just reasonable deduction that Jared is going to be really good at three top, just because of the conversations we've had. Mm. So I'm a little excited about the next set. Yeah, I think you're gonna awesome. have a t- you're gonna have a top, right? Uh, absolutely. Let's do this. Three. What is it, Malcolm? Guest top. Guest All right, we'll catch you on the next one, everybody. Hey, everyone! Thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.